the vibes. We're back for another week of the Hoop Genius podcast presented by NBA 2K22. I am Mo Mutsi alongside me as always, the one the only three-time NBA champion, real name, no gimmicks. Super oh. Oh. Living outside in the sunshine of LA, Mr. Oh. PJ Armstrong. Hey, oh. how you doing? Oh, Mo, it's, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, pleasure. Great to be back. It's that time of the year, Mo. It's that time. It's that time. Hey, Mo. Hey, now we're going to find out who's who and what's what. That's facts. That's right. If you guys weren't aware, the NBA regular season is over. Well, almost over. We're recording this with about half time to go left in some of these games on Sunday night. But by the time you're hearing this, the regular season is in the books. That means the playoffs are here. But before the playoffs get underway, we have the NBA play-in for what I believe is the third straight year. They brought it in in the bubble, then they had it last year, and now this year it's here to stay, according to Adam Silver. They love how it's working. And we've got some interesting matchups. So what we're going to do today is we're going to break down the two Eastern Conference plans, the two Western Conference plans, and then tomorrow we're going to break down the other matchups in the playoffs from both sides. So we're going to talk about the four fives and the three six. But today we're just going to see which of the playing spots will be filled. There's four teams in each conference, only two spots. So, BJ, you want to start in the East or the West? Hey, let's start out in the Eastern Conference and then just head out West. Oh, man, I wish I was heading out West. It's, It's almost summertime. I'm out here on the block wearing a hoodie and a puffer jacket, but we'll talk about that another time. In the Eastern Conference... Much to the shock of almost everyone in the world. In fact, I don't think there's a single human being who had the Brooklyn Nets finishing as the seventh seed before this season began. But the Brooklyn Nets and the Cleveland Cavaliers, actually, before we do that, I'll explain how the play works, if you're unaware. In each conference, the seventh seed will play against the eighth seed. The winner of that game is a one-off game. The winner of that game will play in the playoffs as the seventh seed. The loser of that game still has a chance to make the playoffs as the eighth seed, and they will play whoever wins the game between the ninth and the tenth seed. So in the East, we've got Brooklyn versus Cleveland. The winner of that is going to be the seventh seed, and then the loser of that will play against the winner of the Hawks and the Hornets, who we'll talk about in a second, and that will become the eighth seed. So Brooklyn versus Cleveland, single elimination game. BJ Armstrong, I think almost everyone in the world is going to be betting on the Brooklyn Nets. But do the Cleveland Cavaliers have a chance of pulling this off? It's just a one-off game. Anything can happen. What are your thoughts? When you're talking about one game, they do. They really do. They have, a, they have an opportunity to pull this off. And make no doubt about it, especially if Jared Allen is back playing. Mm-hmm. And Jared Allen, along with Laurie Marketing, along with Evan Mobley, who's back, had a big game here in the last game of the season. You, yep. know, you can't forget, Mo, this team has two all-stars and possibly the rookie of the year. They've got Kevin Love coming off. You have um, Rajon Rondo. They have experience. And they've been playing well throughout the course of the season. I think they are one of these young teams that, that frankly, I think they are ahead of schedule the Big way time. they are performing. Okay, they, they lost Ricky Rubio to an ACL injury. But I think this team is a team to be reckoned with. And for one game, Mo, anything is possible. Now, anything is possible. So I'm going to pick Brooklyn 
Mm-hmm. But I'm going to watch this game with a lot of interest, especially if Jared Allen plays. So because, yeah, Jared Allen has been out injured, if you guys didn't know, for a while with a broken finger, I believe. But he has been warming up before games recently. And I think the Cavs are keeping their cards close to their chest and not giving out any extra information of whether he will play or not. If I am Jared Allen, I would play this game because... This is a one. This could change your entire season. This is the difference between making the playoffs and potentially missing the playoffs. And if you beat the Brooklyn Nets and get in as the seventh seed, that's just a whole nother level of pride. Because the Cleveland Cavaliers, I kind of feel bad for them. They were knocking around the third seed, the fourth seed for most of the year. And then all of these injuries came in almost like just after the trade deadline. So all of these injuries happened and they slid down the Eastern Conference at the same time Boston, Toronto, and the other teams were making their run up the Eastern Conference. So I feel bad for the for the Cleveland Cavaliers, because they had an amazing season. Darius Garland, every time they've played the net so far, he's put on 20, 25, 30-point performances. He's clearly, clearly a very talented young player. He was an all-star this year. They traded for Karis LeVert, who I think could be an X-factor in this game. Because when we look at this matchup... Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. You know KD's going to bring it, and you know Kyrie's going to bring it. But when you look at the Cavs, you've got that little X-factor in. Okay, it could be Garland... It could be Mobley, because this is the other part that worries me for Brooklyn. Inside, they only have Andre Drummond. I mean, they've got Nick Claxton, but okay. Ever Mobley, and if Jarrett Allen plays, I think could cause some real havoc for the Brooklyn Nets defense, which isn't the strongest on the interior. You know, Mo, I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, if Jared Allen plays. With, I'm going, if Jared Allen plays. Mm-hmm. I, I might go with him if Jared Allen doesn't play. But if Jared Allen plays, I'm going with him as well. Defensively, I think, especially with Jared Allen back there, Evan Mobley is a rookie. If Evan Mobley was a second-year, third-year player, I would go with Cleveland because of the experience. But this is his first opportunity to play in a playoff type situation and you just never know how a young player but he's capable of having one of those games he's capable of having one of those games Mo. and and they're playing with house money there is zero That's what I'm pressure saying. on the Cavaliers the, all the yeah. pressure in the world is on Kevin Durant and Kyrie yeah. Irving in this game all yes. of the pressure in the world because yes. they should have been if, the one seed and here they are in so, the play-in so this is why this is this is why if Jared Allen plays, you have elite rim protection between Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Now, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is going to do Kevin Durant. He's Let's just pencil in 40. Let's just hope he doesn't get 60. Okay, He's going to go anywhere from 40 now. But Kyrie has to shoot well from the perimeter because he's not going to be able to get to the basket. I mean, he's a great finisher especially as a, as a smaller player, but he's not going to be able to finish with those big guys. Mm. Okay. Especially yeah. in the half court. Karis LeVert is going to have some impact, but he's going to go over 15 or he might go <laughs> 10. He's playing with 15. a vengeance though, yo, this is Brooklyn. That's what I'm saying. And he's, and he's go- exactly. And Darius Garland, is very capable of having a 25 to 30 point 30. game. Now, Kyrie 30. is probably going to go for 35, but mm-hmm. 
Darius Garland is capable of going 25 and 10 versus Kyrie 35 and six, which it will balance itself out. And if you're saying who's going to the others, I think the, the advantage is, is Cleveland. Now, this is a big if, but if Jared Allen plays, I just need his six fouls if I'm Cleveland. <laughs> I hear it, though. I hear it. And, and I know Drummond and these guys aren't going to get enough touches. And yeah. defensively, I mean, let, let me look this up. I got to look this up. They, how many points did they give up today, Brooklyn? The Brooklyn they gave, up 120, they gave up 126 points today. To the Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers. And it wasn't even like they blew them out. It was close down the stretch. Right. Now, I, I, if Jared Allen plays to me, that's a game changer. And we ain't even talked about what if what if Laurie Markkinen just hits like three three pointers. Laurie Markkinen is Rajon. Is Rajon? Is oh, he back? Rondo threw the nicest assist today. Next. He might have thrown my favorite yeah. assist all season today. So this is what I'm saying. I I I'm going with Cleveland. In a one-game type situation, Man. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm really nervous right now. I'm nervous Man. right now for Brooklyn because you're, if there was a series, you know, you know they would figure it out. But for one game, Mo, anything is possible. Mm. And listen, and this is what this is what you know when I when I watch Brooklyn, you know they're one of those teams. You keep saying they're going to. You know, this is the game. They'll figure out. Well, here's the game. Yeah. Here's here's what you see with Brooklyn. Kevin Durant is going to play 45 to 48 minutes. Yep. He played 40 tonight to beat the Pacers. This is what I'm saying, Mo. (laughs) And I just think, Mo, at some point, it's going to be too taxing on just one player and or two players having to play those level of minutes throughout the course of the playoffs where you're going to be giving more energy, more effort. The game is going to be played at a higher level. And for one game, Mo, I just think the Cleveland Cavaliers could do it. I really do. And if he plays, I'm picking, I'm going, I'm sticking with that. I've talked myself into it. I'm going with the Cavaliers. And and Seth Curry missed, you know, a game on Friday. He played through an ankle injury. He missed today's game with the ankle injury. I don't know if that's really as serious as they're making out or if he's even going to be back. He might miss it. Joe Harris has missed the whole season. He ain't going to be playing. Ben Simmons, they keep putting these reports in the media that he's going to return. I'm not worried whether he plays or not. I don't think that they're going to give him his first game in a year and a half in the playoffs. Game one of the playoffs. Well, come back. Whether he plays or not. Everyone's going to be booing. No, I don't think he's playing. So I think, I'm going to be honest though, I think Brooklyn win this one purely because I think it will be a close game down the stretch. And I just think KD, he can get a shot off of anyone. So I'm KD gonna, is going to do to KD. You know, KD all all they got to do, do is keep KD. it close. All they got to do is keep it close because you know KD. But I, I, I can see. Listen, this is where if Cleveland is going to win this game, they're going to win this game in the following. They're going to establish rim protection mm-hmm. with the first unit, and then the second unit is going to either maintain the lead they already have or increase it, and which is going to force KD and these guys to play. Through the substitutions, I just he's gonna hope, have to keep yeah. KD them out. I, I just hope Jared Allen's back. I just hope Jared Allen's back because back, that makes I'm it so you, much if, more interesting. If he's not back, I think Brooklyn have it. But but we go with yes. Jared Allen back. But then 
The winner of that will become the seventh seed. The loser of that game, all hope is not lost because they have one more chance to make the playoffs. They will be playing the winner of the Atlanta Hawks versus the Charlotte Hornets. Now, they split the season series. This is an electric matchup of two of the most exciting young guards in the NBA. Trey Young and LaMelo Ball going head-to-head. BJ, who you got winning this one? I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Hawks. Why experience? I'm, 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 experience. I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Hawks. Wait a minute. The the um what's the one kid catches all the alley oops? He's been out for some while. Um, John Collins for the Atlanta. John Collins. John Collins. Is he back? Is he let's back? Or what's what's his let's stats? have a look. Let's let's have a look at the injury reports. What's the latest John Collins updates mean for the Atlanta Hawks? Can I just point out the last time these two teams played, Trey Young scored nine points in 38 minutes. Does that concern you? No. No. That doesn't concern me. Now, mm. Gordon Hayward is out for Gordon yeah. Hayward is out for the Shock. for the yeah, for Charlotte. Yeah, I'm 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 not surprised. Uh more good news on John Collins injury updates. This is so hard to find. Um Joe Collins has missed the last 12 games with a sprained foot and a sprained finger. On March the 17th, he found a second medical opinion outside of the organization, which is kind of odd. Um, he's been doing some running and jumping drills. It doesn't say when he's going to be back, though. I don't think he'll be back for this game. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Hawks. I'm just going to say Atlanta Hawks and leave it there. I don't have a, I don't have a rhyme or reason. This is a toss-up for me. I'm just going to go with the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm, I'm going with the Hawks. I, I mean, I'm just going with the Hawks. I'm just going to stick with it. Okay. Okay. I love the explanation. I, 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 yes. I think, so the Hawks are going to be at home. They're going to be at home. Um, so for that reason, I could see Atlanta winning it, but I don't think it's going to be easy. I think anyone can win this game, especially with the way that Bridges has been playing for the Hornets this season. You know, I watched a few of their recent games. I think Trez is an interesting battle down low with Clint Capella because it just puts Clint Capella in, like he's a great pick and roll defender, but he doesn't often have to guard guys like Trez who are smaller than him and a bit quicker than him. So that just presents, you know, another another look. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. This is a toss-up, but I'm going with Atlanta. Okay. Just, okay. just going with Atlanta. Okay. I'm gonna make it interesting. Because we split the we split the last one. I'm gonna make it interesting on this one too. I'm gonna go with Charlotte. I'm gonna go okay. with scary Terry. I'm not going with Lamella, I'm going with scary Terry. Because I'm not mad at that. Because high pressure situations, we've seen that boy ball out. Ask Eric Bledsoe what happens when you play against Terry Roger in the high pressure situation. Ask him. That was pretty we, funny. We all remember. You know, that. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's it, it, it it's really odd to be talking about like one game playing situations. I love it. Yeah, it's just just it it really because there's a rhythm. You know, there's a rhythm of saying who could make adjustments. You know, anybody can get hot. Yeah, in, a, in in one game. And, so that I mean, this just makes it makes it as we're, as we're talking through it because you know you like well, seven game, game series. You know? I take the Hawks. I take the Hawks yes. any day of the week in the seven game series. But in a one off game, 
Man, I don't know. I just, I, I just love the Hornets. I, I, I love Lamella Ball, Scary Terry. Miles right. Bridges. I, can, I agree. Miles I mean, Bridges, by the way, the best rapper in the NBA. That's the conversation oh, we're going to have in the that, summer. Come on, come on. Come on, come on, Mo. That's, come that's on, the conversation Mo. we're having in the summer. Mo, 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 Mo. You got you to put out some projects. You got to put out some projects now. now you, He's putting out and, bars. And, and, yeah. Now, you got, you know, he's got a, he's had a few, you know, nice lines and bars and verses and, you know, clever, but you got to put out a project, Mo. You know what I mean? You, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to break it down to you real hey, quick. Hey, hey. I broke it down in the studio okay. the other day. Okay. Okay. Let's break it down. No one is getting lit listening to Damien Lillard. But if we okay. get lit and I put on some of the, some of the Mars Bridges, you can't even tell that it's an NBA player rapping. It's just what a vibe. You can't tell. No, what, what you vibe. mean you can't tell? Sounds like all the other new rappers, man. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. No, 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 when no. you just said, I, or I said bad if we get, he, he sounds like all. Listen, he sounds like all the others. No, we want someone who sounds like that stands out. No, that's no, unique. No. You see the quote no, okay. I said. If we're getting lit, that's the qualifier. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I know what you. I that's, heard what you. I didn't said, say if I, we're I, in the car. I didn't say if if we compare and look. I said if we're getting lit, I'm gonna listen to that over that. That's what I. Okay. But, but and, we're gonna get all, into that conversation in 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 yeah, the summer and, and all I said was, and I, you know, I I I heard you, and I on purpose, purposefully. Purposely, <laughs> I ignored what you said. <laughs> from when, from when I heard the bar, uh, I locked it out. I'm David Stern now, and then the yeah, ad lib just says "rest in peace." I was like, "No, this yeah. guy's on another." And he goes, "I took it on a trip and I spent it like Siakam." I, okay. like, like that's bars. I hear you. Okay, I hear you. I, again, he's had some very clever verses. Had, you know, put out a project. Just put out a project, and then right, let's we'll, we'll holler. We'll holler after the season's done. Let's see if they can win this playing game. BJ's rocking with the Hawks. I'm rocking with the Hornets. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know who you guys are taking. But we're gonna head out west to the West Coast, where BJ currently resides, and. Los Angeles Clippers. You know, I actually feel really bad about this. I feel like this is my one issue with the playing thing, okay? So, in the Eastern Conference, like, the Bulls are on, like, 45 wins. The Nets are on 40, 44 wins. Like, there's one game or two games separating the seventh seed and the tenth seed, okay? Mm-hmm. But over in the West, the Minnesota Timberwolves have won 46 games. The San Antonio Spurs have won 34 games. So there's like an over 10 game difference between the seventh seed and the 10th seed. Yet the Minnesota Timberwolves have got to put their playoff position on the line. I think there should be a qualifier for the plan. If you're 10 games ahead of everyone else, you shouldn't have to play in the plan. You should get an automatic buy into the next round. That's, that's my take on it because I kind of feel bad. The Minnesota Timberwolves are closer to the sixth seed than they are to the eighth seed. So it's unfair, but at the same time, we're in to get in. The Minnesota Timberwolves will be playing the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, the Mm. season series, the Clippers won three games to one. The Clippers have just got Paul George back, Norman Powell back. Rumors about Kawhi continue to swell, but I don't think he'll be back. BJ, who are you rocking with for this one? Because the Minnesota Timberwolves have been great this season. Yeah, this is another tough one, Mo. This this is another tough one where you're saying for one game, Mm -hmm. 
if I if I remember correctly, right, and, or you know, we can check right as we're talking. This game is played in Minnesota, I do believe. Yep, right? yep, because they're the highest seed. Okay, they're the higher seed. I'm going to go with the Wolves. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Wolves. Okay, I'm going oh with the Wolves. I, I'm I'm going with this young man, Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I I I I'm I'm gonna roll with this young man. I'm rolling with him right now. I I'm 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 just this is one game landing out at home. Cat Ant Man. You know I just think right now I'm I'm rolling with them. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I, I'm just going on my instincts now. I feel you for one game. And I, you and know, I feel like, like Paul George is back, but you know what? He's back, but you, you know, he's only been back what for two been, or three games? He, he's been balling hard. He played five, six oh, games yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, no, he's I been balling. You, but yeah, I, 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 don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? And he's much respect. You know, they said what they call him playoff P right now, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's play MP right now. <laughs> oh, it's play MP. Okay. <laughs> well, like I'm gonna go, he- go with Anthony Edwards. I'm gonna go with Pat Bev. You know, I'm 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 gonna roll with. Now where, where's my man D'Lo? Where's D'Angelo Russell with this? Is he healthy? Is he? Where is he at now? What's going on with with, with D'Lo here? Where 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 are we at with them? Well, so D'Angelo Russell has got an illness, and that's why he's not played on Sunday night. However, I have no update on when he will return. Okay. So I'm gonna assume that D'Lo. Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and all these guys play, you know, Beasley, right? Malik Beasley's yeah, over yeah, there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Pat Bev, you know, I'm I'm gonna assume all those guys are ready to go. And if that is the case, I'm rolling with the Timberwolves because in Ant-Man, I I, I believe I believe that kid right there is a star waiting to happen. And I, here's his moment. I think big players show up in big moments, and I think this is a big moment for him. So I'm gonna roll with him. I feel you. I, I agree with you, and I, I've always said Anthony Edwards is built for the big stage. When the lights come on, he's going to show out. But there's one factor you've not considered in this: the reason why okay. I'm back in the Clippers, and it's not okay. Paul George, it's not Norman Powell or any of these guys. It's Ty Lue. You see, the difference in this matchup is they've had a while to plan this because they've been locked in on these positionings for a hot minute over in the West. It's not like the East where it was went up to the wire today on results where they'd find out who they'd be playing. I know Tyler has been plotting and scheming. Every time the Clippers have played the Timberwolves, last season, they won all three games. This season, they won three mm-hmm. in a row. And the three games where Paul George played, they beat the Timberwolves quite convincingly. The only game they lost was when they had a bunch of injuries and a lot of guys weren't there. I'm going to go with Tyloo and the Clippers. Because I think okay. he can come up with a game plan to attack the weakness mm-hmm. in the Minnesota Timberwolves, and that mm-hmm. is their interior defense on Carl mm-hmm. Anthony Towns. If you get Carl Anthony Towns into foul trouble, you get him, you know, frustrated, you get him in the paint, scoring on him, then pff, it could be a long night for the Timberwolves. Like I get they've got Pat Bev, great point of attack defense, and they've got Anthony Edwards who can be, when he locks in, he's a fantastic defender and a fantastic scorer on the other side. I see this fans, DeAngelo Russell. They got, some, they got some real good pieces. And they got a great coach, too. But I'm going to go on what I've seen so far every time these teams have played each other in the last two years. 
and I'm going to roll with the Clippers. But okay, it's a single elimination game. Anyone can win. Like we could have and, and that's it. Any role player come out of nowhere and just you know like. Luke Kennard could step up for the Clippers and hit five threes and the whole game just changes. And no one can predict that kind of stuff. But I think the most unpredictable game, um, you know, in in all of this is probably that one. Because they're two really good teams. Like, you know, I think. Well, you you know, they're going to play. They're going to play with pace for sure. And, you know, especially with Minnesota. Minnesota has really had a nice year. Carl Anthony Towns is without question a stretch five, probably the best at stretching the floor as a five man. So, you know, the game is going to be scattered a little bit and it's going to be up and down. Now, if the game favors their pace, when I say their pace, talking about the Timberwolves, it's not like the Clippers will try to slow it down. They can also play at that pace. Right. So I I think it's going to be a good game. I just think Ant-Man here is a moment, you know, he, Mm. He always shows up. Mm-hmm. I just think he's going to show mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I think could, he's going to show up. He could stamp himself as because it feels like to me, as great as the Timberwolves have been this season, people will leave him out of these young player discussions. You know, when they talk about, oh, it, which yeah. young player would you rather have? I feel he gets a little overlooked, maybe even a little bit disrespected in yeah, some of these conversations. I just feel this is his moment. Make it. I think this is a this is a moment where he can. Score 35 and 40 in a Ooh. game and be like, okay, I'm here. I really I would I, love I, I just think he's yeah, I think he is is that I, I think those two T's, both the, the Minnesota and the Clippers will probably advance. You know, I think they will both advance, right? Um, mm. but I, I, I I'm gonna pick Minnesota in this game. Now the final playing game, but you know, whoever wins out of Tibbles and the Clippers, they get the seventh seed, and the eighth seed will be between the loser of that game and the winner of this game, this game being the San Antonio Spurs and the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, the Spurs were supposed to be tanking this season, but thanks to a certain team who wears yellow jerseys and pretend that they're gold being so useless, the Spurs have found their way into the play-in. You know, shout out to Greg Popovich once again, defeating his arch nemesis in Los Angeles and getting his team into the play-ins ahead of them. Um, They've been on a nice little run. They've got some solid... Solid pieces. Deontay Murray is an all-star. And mm-hmm. having said all of that, the New Orleans Pelicans, since the trade of CJ McCollum, have looked like a brand new team playing with a brand new, you know, identity this season. They got a new head coach. I believe that's your boy from Detroit coaching those boys in New Orleans. Yeah. What, what up, though? What up, though? <laughs> you know, you know, you what know up, how though, we do Mr. it. Mr. Willie Green. And, Willie uh, Green. Willie Green. You know, Congratulations. Brandon Ingram, one of my one of my favorite players to watch. I love his game. They got CJ McCollum, Herb Jones, one of the most impactful. I didn't say the best, but one of the most impactful rookies. They've got Juan Toscano Anderson. You know what's funny about Juan Toscano Anderson, BJ? I was playing pickup the other night, and a kid tries to copy. You you see that thing he does where he like crouches down when the other team's inbounding the ball, and it like runs up behind him. Bro, some is that kid, your new? Is that some, your new? Is that your I, new go-to? I'm way too big to do that. <laughs> you hear my footsteps about 20 meters before I get to the ball. I, I okay. can't do that. But some kid was trying to do that when I was playing pickup the other night. It was hilarious. I was like, yo, yo, Grand Theft Toscano. <laughs> That's but, funny. But, you know, the Pelicans have been playing nicely. But having said that, okay, the Spurs won the regular season series three games to one. The last time they played was March 26th. The Spurs won that game. Keldon Johnson had a big game. 
even though CJ McCollum drops 32, the Spurs came away with a win. And I think the Spurs, the other night, for the first time on game 81 of an 82-game season, they had their starting lineup healthy for the first time all year. The Spurs? Yes. Wow. So Okay. Who are you going with on this one? I think common sense dictates the Pelicans, but Greg Popovich. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with I'm going with New Orleans. I'm going with New Orleans. I'm, I'm they're playing, I believe, at home. Yep. I think they have, you know, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCullough has been terrific. Valentunas. I'm going with the home team here. I'm picking them to win that game. I agree. But just to make it interesting, because I disagreed on all the other three, I'll just say San Antonio okay. for the sake of it, because that just makes it more exciting when we watch these games later on this week. I can't really make a case why I think the Spurs will win, other than them winning the three games against New Orleans so far this season. Um, and, and, you know, Greg Popovich has been in these kind of situations before, whereas I think a lot of the Pelicans haven't. But I love the Pelicans, man. JV, I think one of the most underrated players. And I just want to see Zion back on the court. If, if there's any way that he could return for the playoffs, man, I would love it more than anything. I don't think he does. I, I just think it would be amazing to see. But regardless, BJ, do you know the best part about all this playing stuff is? Talk to me. It doesn't end there. Because after those mm. four games have taken place, then we have two more games to fire out for the eighth seed. And we're going to discuss oh. them later in the week when we know who's going to be playing. We're going to be discussing all of the other matchups so you guys need to be locked in with us because the playing is here. The playoffs are almost here. Mo and BJ are here. You're here. It's the Hoop Genius podcast. We're going to be bringing you everything you need to know every morning throughout the NBA playoffs. So make sure you're subscribed. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe, hit the notification bell because you don't want to be missing a single episode. Everything you need to know is right here. BJ, congratulations on getting through this regular season. It's been quite a marathon. It's it's congratulations for us to get through this regular season. Teamwork. It has been. It's been great. Thank you guys for you know sticking with us. And the bet, the best is yet to come. I'm oh, really looking time. forward to this. We're back now to the 82 game season. We're back now to the playing game. Everyone kind of got a feel for how it worked last year. Now we're looking at it this year. And I think this is going to be a great playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I have no idea. I mean, I want to, I'm picking teams in the Eastern Conference, but when you look at the East, man, you see so much parity. You see so much like could be, ought to be, should be, but you know something's going to happen. And mm-hmm. we're going to be here for a moment. We're going to be here to break it all down, you know, for the family. You know, Most definitely. And you guys, I'm going to tell you this right now. You better all be hoping the Boston Celtics don't get to the finals. That's all I'm going to say. That's You better be hoping they lose in the first round. You better be hoping they lose to Brooklyn. You better be hoping they lose in the second round. Because if they win, if by some miracle they win. I don't even know. I don't even, BJ ain't going to pick up the phone from me ever again in his life. Oh, no, Mo. I, I'm rolling <laughs> with you. I'm rolling with you. But you know what? If they don't win... <laughs> Which is probably more like up that phone too. Hey, yeah, I'll be here. I'll be to... here. Okay, that's it. That's, that's all. at the start of the season. Okay, I picked Brooklyn to come out of the East. So for me, the first round is win-win because either my team wins or my agenda furthers. So 
every you know when I do these picks, BJ, it's always a win-win for me. Like the Lakers, I pick them to cut the West. Either my prediction's right or they fail miserably, and I watch the Lakers crumble. I love it. This season has been fantastic. It's going to get even better. The playoffs are here. Stay locked in with us. Hopefully one day BJ's Detroit Pistons will be able to join these conversations in the playoffs. But that's a conversation for another day. And until next time, my peoples, get buckets.